everyone, welcome to Soul Sisters Speak Out, episode two. My name's Sharmi. My name's Anisha. And I'm Anjali. And today we are gathered here to to talk about all the tea that was spilt two days ago on the Harry and Meghan's interview and just trying to figure out whose side are we on? Are we on Harry and Meghan's side or are we on the firm and the institution side, which I'm still trying to understand who these people are because they made it seem like these elite people that no one really knows about they didn't really drop any names you know they kind of left it in the air but they were still trying to give information away but I don't know whose side are you guys on where where, what are your thoughts on this whole situation it's a really tough one because I was so gripped just like you Charmy when the interview went live on Monday as I think the whole 11.1 one million people were watching what, in the UK? Oprah's interview. Yes. Yeah. 11.1 million. Yeah. Because obviously this is the first time, um, you know, two members of the royal family, or not the royal family anymore, but have actually come out and done an interview after Diana did yeah. with Michael Bichet. So it's a huge, huge revelation. And of course with Oprah, who we know and absolutely respect as an amazing presenter and host of her chat show. Yeah. I've always idolised her. I think she's phenomenal. And so I just think the combination of it all um, did actually create such a spark. It's gone viral in the, you know, the media with the tabloids, which obviously they made so many references to. But it's hard because I do really compel and really, really sympathise with what they've been, you know, what they've been through. They've touched upon so many issues about family, race, um, mental health, and just their relationships in the royal household. And we always knew when Harry was going to marry Meghan, we knew it was never going to be a plain sailing um, yeah. kind of journey because we knew one, she's an actress. She's American. She's a divorcee. She's also, um, you know, someone that's been out in the media. She's a normal woman in that sense. She doesn't come from a law background. Uh, uh, sorry, um, a, a royal background. So she is somebody that had to be obviously groomed. And then she's a woman of colour. She's mixed race. So we always knew, as all the, the media and press had heightened at that time, mm. that there was going to be, will she be accepted by the Queen? Will she be mm. accepted like Kate Middleton was? At that time, so we already knew there was it's never going to be easy for her, but she was welcomed, and it's nice that they actually. One thing I did like about the interview that they actually did say that the Queen um, did make them feel welcome, and she did make an effort with them. But what shocked me was the racist claims and the mental health claims of what she'd been through. That touched me because yeah. I think when they said discussion, when they discussed about how dark Megan's baby is going to be and those racism. Um, allegations I really really resonated with that because I just thought wow that does it matter what color or skin tone the baby's gonna be yeah when it's you know when we know what her roots are we know she's mixed race yeah why does her skin tone matter because everyone's accepted her as you know being part of the royal family so why did the color of what Archie was going to be at that time why was that even relevant and what I wish they had said was who was it from the institution? Yeah. We know it's not the Queen. We know it's not Prince Philip. who is the who institution? Was it? So who, is it Charles? Is it? is it Prince Charles? Is it William? Who was it? So I just wish they gave so much, but then yet they didn't finish revealing the truth of who it was. So where it's all been the guessing game since Monday night of who was it? Was it Prince William's? And if it was Prince William or was it Prince Charles, well, it's actually that's more disgusting. Senior members. 
Yeah, than so just them two as well. Really? But so if it's actually, not the Queen and it's not Prince Philip, no, then so who is it? No, so actually adds up to probably about 10 other senior members within the royal family that could have said it. So not technically could it just be William, Prince William or Prince Charles. So who would be then the other senior members of the family? So you've got Charles's siblings as well. Of They're course. all senior members. Yeah. So although Charles is obviously next in line and then William and then his kids, etc. His siblings? Yeah, so... The thing is, is that a lot of people automatically think, oh, it's just Charles and William, but it's not. So it also creates that, okay, well, it could be a lot of other people. But, but when you what, is up, anyone more senior than Prince Charles after the Queen? Is and he Prince, the eldest? And, and Prince Philip, there isn't. Is he the eldest? Yes, because yes, he's he going to be next in line. No, there's no there, there isn't anyone senior than obviously Prince Charles. Yes. But I think when it comes to, like, you quit keep questioning the institution and the firm. But she said the institution more, and the firm is separate from the royal family. But that's the thing, it's almost like you've got the family, right? And then you have you have the firm. And but who got, is the firm? Got, so, I mean, I don't know exactly. So Buckingham um, Palace, and I you've think got, you've the royal got, family. You know, you've got the royal um, advisors, etc., mm. and they all there's protocol, yeah. right? And there are things that have been in place for hundreds of years. Yeah. So it's almost like you know when when Philip wanted to you know open up things by recording certain things. You know when the Queen um, was inaugurated. At, when she was becoming the queen and they wanted it to be video recorded it was it was not allowed at first because yeah. how can you put video cameras in, and watch the ceremony yeah um but it was a, almost a case of him wanting to modernize you know and and move with the times and the firm and the institution are almost like there to keep things in line yeah so it's like harry said it's like his his dad can't leave and his brother can't leave they don't have a choice yeah you know Harry's, I think, what, eighth in line now? You know, so for him, it's it's not so important. But for Charles and William, they have to follow protocol. It's yeah. almost like they're grooming them to because they're going to become the next in line. And as you said, they're trapped in the system. They are trapped it's in the system. system. And Harry was trapped in the system himself. And it wasn't until he met Meghan could he see sort of from as an outsider as such that he was also trapped. But bring, going back to the whole skin tone thing, what I found interesting was that obviously at the beginning you only see Megan talking, right? Because she's there on her own. Yeah. So she's saying that in tandem they're talking about the fact that Archie won't get a title and Archie won't get security. And on the other hand, they're talking about how dark his skin colour is going to be. But when Harry comes later, he mentions the skin tone conversation. He doesn't talk about the conversation, doesn't say who said it, but he mentions that the conversation actually happened when they were dating Right at the beginning. Did he? Yes. Oh, I missed that. I so didn't he see... actually said that it happened mm. right at the start of their relationship, back when there were conversations of the fact that they were encouraging her to continue her acting so that she could financially support herself from obviously travelling back and forth from her, her, from her, um, her acting career, etc. Um, because it's also a case of, obviously, the public pay for the royal family. Yeah. Right? So, Our hard-earned tax money. Exactly. So it's almost like them. they didn't feel it was fair <laughs> for the public to also pay for Megan when she's just a girlfriend. But that's when the skin tone conversation happened. So at the same time, she's one minute saying that, oh, it actually happened when I was when I was pregnant. And Harry's saying, well, it actually happened when they were dating. Before they even got engaged, let alone married. Mm. So there's already a contradiction there. There's already two different 
sides of that story. Plus, we don't even know the context of the conversation. Exactly. How many times, even in our Asian culture, when you've got, you know, bride and groom, one's a little bit fairer and one's a little bit darker, and they you know, parents or aunties and uncles or people always say, I wonder how, whether, you know, your child's going to be as fair as you or as dark as you. Or when you've got mixed race families, they're like, oh my gosh, I wonder if he's going to have, you know, your beautiful skin or, you know, your hair or this, that. It's not meant, it may not be have meant in a racist way, but those conversations do happen. But that doesn't mean that they're right either, because it it's, it's colorism, right. it's yeah. colorism, and it we is. deal with that in our yeah. own community anyway. No, but it's anyway. also, there's also, it's those conversations also happen sometimes saying, I wonder, you know, or it could also be said in a negative way, like, oh, I hope they don't have your color skin, or I hope they don't, they're not as dark as you. You know what I mean? So but either way, that conversation shouldn't have taken place. It's not a good conversation. That's not a good conversation, which is why he's obviously hidden it and he doesn't want to share it. But I just found it, it made me question. At the beginning, I was shocked. Mm. Like Oprah's reaction when she reacted and she said, what? Even I went, what? But then later on, when I heard Harry, I'm like, hold on a second. She said this, was, this happened when she was pregnant. So is she telling the truth? But surely this was all expected. I mean, look, at the end of the day, when you already know you're going into an environment where you know that... They, it's Look, she's went to an all-white family and she knows her background. She knows that her mother's Caribbean. Is she Caribbean? Mm-hmm. Right? So she's a woman of colour, right? She She can't have been that naive. And this is why... It makes me think about things in a different light because on Monday when the interview aired and I watched the interview, I did to a certain degree sympathise towards them and I think obviously that's the kind of reaction they wanted from everyone, for everyone to sympathise with them and understand the reasoning behind the choices that they've made to, to leave and step down. But when I woke up on Tuesday, I thought, hold on a second, there's certain things that don't seem right. Mm. She mentioned that she was really naive into this going into the situation yeah, she did. yes how can you be so naive you're not going to any family can you be so I naive with you, she yeah. even mentioned things like you know i didn't google this i didn't google Such that a lie but then she went on to say well you know when she mentioned the story about meeting the queen for the first time and she didn't know how to curtsy yeah, she was taught on the spot, but she said no one provided her with that etiquette training while she entered the family. No one supported her. So she researched things and looked on at it own. on her own. Yeah. So you could research things and look at things on your own, but then you're saying that you don't go onto Google and see all these stories that are going on about you. So it's like you're picking and choosing what you're researching. One minute you're saying that you don't have the means to research because mm. you can't. And that's what she said. She said, I can't go on to Google like no, everyone else. She said she wanted because, my, from because my phone yeah. and my passport and not phone, but she said her passport, her keys, everything got taken away from her. So she was portraying an image as if like they were they were in prison to a certain degree. And then she was also saying that, well, I had to research and learn things on my own. Well, How did Googled. you do the How did you do the research then? Yes. Yeah, she How said did she you Googled. do the research? You can't have been that naive to walk in. I personally think she didn't think I, I think she was she thought going into the family she might have been a bit mentally strong at the time to deal with this yeah. kind of criticism and issue. But I think she underestimated her own strength when it came to it because she realised that mm. this is far from normal and this is far from what she's used to. I don't believe that she that she was 
naive. No. I think she knew exactly what she was walking into. And I think that this whole story kind of fits... It fits the dynamics of the decision that they've made because I don't also disagree with what she's saying in terms of like the racial comments. I, do, I don't see a reason for them to make that up. No. Because I do believe them in the sense where these conversations must have taken place. Whether, Anjali, you know, you said they might have been normal. In, no, I'm not, not saying they're not, normal, but I'm saying the con- we don't know the context con- of the conversation. So it, it may not have been made as a like a racist you know remark to say oh my gosh you know we're worrying about how dark your children's but it's still racist but yes the fact that the conversation came up and then obviously that he felt the need to share that with his partner of course it's obviously it's obviously affected them emotionally um and i agree it shouldn't have been a conversation that should have come up in the first place but at the same time like i said we don't know who said it we don't know the context of the conversation and it's not like to be honest, yes, Harry's been, you know, what was the word you used, Ani? Like, he's, you know, been within the system. He's, he's, he's grown. Trapped. He's been trapped within this institution and he's been, he was born to it. But in the past, I mean, Harry, Harry dressed up as a Nazi, Nazi as a joke. Now, yeah. you're not telling me people didn't think he was a racist? Yeah, I mean, it was a joke back then, but... That could have ta- been taken out of context. Mm. This could also... We don't know the truth. I'm not saying it's right. I'm 100% not saying it's right. But I just don't like the fact that their stories differed in a way that it happened... One said it happened Before later, and one, and one after. Said, exactly. So it makes me question how much truth are they saying between the two of them in this entire interview. But at the same time, like you go back to... Her going into it. I mean, she said she Googled the national anthem because she didn't know about that's it. That's it. No that's what it was. She Googled, Googled something. She Googled I didn't know what it was. She Googled the national anthem because no one taught her about it. And she thought that she was, trying, she was trying to make an effort to impress them to show that I'm making the effort to do it. Mm. But then she admitted that she was naive going into it um, and admitted that she didn't really understand the role of a working royal and thought that, well... You know, when she was meeting the Queen for the first time and she had to curtsy, she thought, yeah, but that's your grandmother. She says, yes. And he said, yes. But she's the queen, so she couldn't. Se- she separated the two. She thought, "Oh, behind closed doors, we're all one happy family." Yeah. But no, she's the queen, so duty comes first. I don't think she realised she no. was actually marrying into a royal family. The queen is the most powerful woman in the world. What do you mean she didn't realise? Of course she realised. Of course she knew. She knew so she I don't was agree going with that into, statement. Into of course, a big. That's a big life adjustment. Absolutely. And, and you're telling me Harry is not knowing that. She's not going to be the chosen, ideal, um, you know, stereotyped daughter-in-law entering the house. You'd think that he's not, as a partner, going to give her the heads up on when you see grandmother, you've got to do the courtesy, you need to know the national anthem. He's he's not a great partner if he didn't give her the heads heads up up. or the training or just the support that she would need before she was thrown into deep end. So I don't agree with that statement either, Charmy. I think it's absolutely cock and bull. And I think that she, let's forget, let's not forget, she is an actress and a little bit of it was Crocodile Tears. And I probably didn't sympathise with her as much as I sympathise with him. I could see the heartache. Even every time Oprah asked him a question, how much he would just pause to how he's actually going to phrase even the answer because he knows what he wants to say. He knows what the truth is and the lack of support he had from his own father considering what Prince Charles has been through. We know 
the whole story behind Prince Charles and Diana. We knew exactly what happened. We knew he didn't love her. They, they had to get married because, you know, the institution thought she was the right person. But really, we know his heart was always with Camilla. Mm. We know the whole thing. And that's why he says, you think my father would have learned from his mistakes, yeah. from what has happened with my mother. Um, you know, God bless her soul, because she went through a similar thing. She was also trapped in the system. She also wanted to be a voice. She wanted to be vocal. She wanted to come out and be free. And there is... When you are marrying into a royal family, whether it be a royal family of the UK or any royal family in the world, you know what you're going into. So the fact that she's saying that she wasn't prepared for this, she should have been prepared for this, and Harry should have prepared for her, prepared her more so. But what I did sympathise with her on was the whole mental health mental thing. Health, yeah. For her to be able to say that she wanted to yeah. commit suicide because she didn't feel there was a lack of support from the institution when things were really bad and she actually went to them saying, I need support, and they didn't support her. My heart goes out to her for that because I just think... Especially when she you're wasn't pregnant. preparing it. Especially so when you're much, pregnant. Of course, when she's pregnant. And she was attacked by the press so much due to where her roots were, that, you know, her mum lived in Compton. There was so much racial attacks on her. I mean, Megxit, people are saying that she's a gold digger. People are saying that she knew exactly that she was marrying a royal. She knew she was marrying a prince. She knew that he had, you know, a role to play as a prince, as a son or a grand uh, or a grandson of the royal family. And she was there to break it all up because they didn't give her that open respect and love like they probably did with Kate Middleton. So of course that's going to cause an automatic rift. Yeah. Whether you're in the royal family or just in, a no, in another modern day family, if you're not getting, you're always going to be compared to your your other daughter-in-law or your other sister-in-law. Yeah, it's natural. It's going to naturally cause a rift. Yeah. And yes, maybe at the start it did seem okay, but obviously the media, as we now know, will only put out there what they want to. The or biggest shock was for me, yeah, what they've was been the told that to. they revealed that the royal family hosts a party for <laughs> the the media. But why is that a shock to because you? Because they drip feed what they want the media to put out there. The comms team, there's a comms team in, as they said, yes, um, as they said on Monday, there's a comms team, part of the Buckingham Palace, everything goes through them. They have to drip feed certain things to keep the press sweet. I come from a media journalist background, so if you're giving them, leaking them information, feeding the press information, they're satisfied, keeps everything settled, you're giving them juicy content. So that's exactly what she's saying, that why did that that story with Kate Middleton get leaked later down the line? Six months and later. And not even in the beginning, because... Yeah. I really, truly believe that it was leaked through the institution of course it for was. the press to have it. And they're happy because they're getting good, juicy content yeah. that, no one know, that nobody would know about between those four or five walls in Buckingham Palace. Yeah, no it, one would know about it. It was expected. But I am concerned about her mental health, that if she was for having suicidal thoughts, whether she's paid it up on the camera or not is the question, that why was she not supported by the institution? So what would your opinion be on that? I mean, the thing is, is that... It, like she said, and it's for a lot of people who have experienced, you know, um, mental health problems, the fact that you're able to pluck up the courage and admit that I'm not in a good place yeah. is a it's huge a big thing. thing. It's a it's big thing. It's a huge thing. thing. And the fact that she did, and she felt that she could go to other senior members in the royal family, and they said... We can't help you. We can't help you. We've all been through it. It's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. 
you know, it's sad because, like Harry said, in many ways, he said history repeating itself, but it's repeating itself in several, you know, several factors. You know, Princess Margaret suffered um, majorly because of the firm, the restric restricted life that she had to live. Diana's been through it. So many people have, have yeah. experienced mental health issues within the royal family, but it's kept hush, 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 hush constantly. You're thinking, like, Charles is going to be next in line, then William. Are we not going to change with the times? Are we not going to learn from the past and learn from my history? And can we're just going to keep making people suffer? You've accepted her, like Harry said. They all accepted her right from the beginning. He was actually surprised how they welcomed her so well. And then for her, and then to make her suffer, I mean, show no support. But was no she really support. accepted, Ange? Do you think no, that they probably gave her a hard time? Was she accepted? Because if she wasn't, and then she said that, oh, you know, I was made to stay in my house for four months. I left twice because the media was going crazy about her. But did the royal family then turn around and stop the media? No. Harry asked for calm three times. Mm. Was there calm? No. no. But the media... And the institution work hand in hand, they it do. seems like, obviously. But it also begs the question that if the royal family or the institution then went to the media to say, actually, you need to write this instead or you need to retract that article, whatever it is, do you think that the media have too much on the royal family that they could then leak out if the, royal, if the institution go against them? Definitely, but where... Which is why the protection for them is more on who's next in line. Who's next in line? So those are the people we need to protect. Not Harry, because he's not going to ever be king. And, and you know, Meghan and, and the children. And now they've left. So look, who better to, to target? Look, I don't doubt that they've, they've not been mistreated. De they've definitely been mistreated for it to even get to this stage. How has it got to this stage? Where I, where I was a bit annoyed at was if you're going to dish out all this dirty laundry why are you still protecting the same people that have done all this to you if someone has made racial slurs say it who it is say it don't just say oh this has happened and then step back because even with the whole thing about um you know the queen's been amazing and you know that relationship was always well yeah how much truth is in that it's it was really contradicting because as much as they were trying to portray them in a negative light they were also equally protecting them at the same time and by them doing this interview has already jeopardized their relationship with them anyway so what difference would it have made if they said this is the person who said it because if you're trying to to, to encourage people to have a voice it also means that there should be justice where it's okay. due if you need, you can't protect, it's like, it's like a serial killer. You can't protect a serial killer and not say who it was yeah. after they've done something because the pain that's been caused to them to the point where they've had to leave the country and set up a separate life is a huge, no one's really done that before yeah. to this extent. So the fact that you've even got to this point and you're still trying to protect them in some way. And like Harry said, he at some point hopes to heal the relationship with him and his father, which I understand because I know that losing his mum was a big thing. Mm. And I know that out of the goodness of his heart, maybe he still doesn't want it, want things to end on bad terms. But at the same time, what was the point of you coming to Oprah and doing this big hoo-ha if you weren't going to expose 
and and make that person learn their lesson for what they've done because irrespective of you saying all this that person's still walking away and getting away with what they've done mm. because no one knows it was them apart from them like no one can slate that person no one can teach that person a lesson so what was the point of you doing all of this and not mentioning who are the people that are behind this I but there's two ways yeah. though of looking at it it's either they needed a platform to finally defend back of them leaving and have that opportunity to have a voice. Because when you're part of the royal family, you can't have a voice. We know that. And he, he showed that yesterday. And I absolutely agree that, yet yeah, they are trapped in the system. So therefore, they can't be vocal. They can't be normal people and be able to just be able to say how it is. Um, they've had so much attack from the media, unfortunately. Have you seen the Queen's statement? Yeah, yeah. I was about to touch on that. Yeah, yeah. and I just think that they the either use this as a platform to be able to give a voice or it's a bit of a warning to say you guys better support us and stop and back off Otherwise, or we're going to keep revealing yeah. stuff that you don't want your dirty, dirty laundry like you said out in the public but the other thing is I really do believe there's been a lot of speculation in the press since Monday to say that this was an absolute PR stunt and it potentially could be let's not deny Oprah and Megan are friends Oprah yeah. attended Meghan's wedding. Yeah. She also provided them with a home. Yeah. When they went to LA, they also were staying. They acted like they were homeless and they had nowhere to go. No, that was Tyler Perry. Yeah, you know? Tyler Perry. But Oprah also welcomed them to say that I have my home. If you guys want to come and stay there, please do. So they've become friends. So the fact that she had to, even before the interview even started to say, can we just confirm you're not that getting paid. you're not getting paid for this? How do we even know that they did or they didn't get paid? Well, because they don't. need to make a living. As they clearly said that they've set up, set up Archwell, they need to now make their own living, they've signed lots of deals there, Megan's going to carry on with their acting. How do we know that this wasn't a paid interview? And how do we know that there's not more behind it and this wasn't just a PR stunt for various reasons? And I know that you've got your own conspiracy behind this whole, <laughs> um, you know, of whether it, whether it was a PR stunt or not. I don't you, Ange? Yeah, I mean, just touching on what you said, Ani, I mean, it's... I hear what you're saying and it, it it's sort of that's the thing it's like people just don't know you know who to believe um but apparently oprah did ask her to do an interview before she got married and she, and megan rejected this it. is not the right time yeah. that's what she, she said. wasn't allowed She's, yeah so that's the thing so i think at that time she wasn't allowed um and obviously of course it she wouldn't be anyway exactly um so at the same time, I feel like, you know, a lot of people have said, how dare they go online and on public and share all this. But at the end of the day, you know, people also think, well, as public figures, why can't they talk publicly? You know, um, especially when they're not part of the royal family. Anymore exactly. As well. um, and again, there as well, we were all told to believe that they quit. They didn't quit. As far as Meghan and Harry are saying, they had talked about this for two years with the Queen. So she wasn't blindsided. It wasn't a sudden, mm. oh, we don't want to be, a, you know, part of the royal family anymore. There was a plan. There was a plan to have some sort of a normal life, but also continue with their royal duties, but not as senior members of the royal family. And just take a step back. I mean, at the end of the day, people are attacking, you know, Harry, but... He's done so much. He's fought for his country. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Know, um, created the Invictus Games. You know, he's done everything possible. You know, even continued um, down the lines with the charity work, you know, like his mother used to do as well. So why is it not, you know, fair for him to have a little bit of freedom now, especially when 
you know, I mean, yes, like he says, Charles and William are trapped now, but after the fact that he's had to deal with, whether it's racist comments or the fact that he's not had a normal, you know, married life so far with, with Megan, um, and there seems to be biases there within the family, why isn't he entitled to step back and say, you know what, I've had enough. I'm not important to you guys anymore. So why should... Part of it. Yeah, I don't want to be part of it. Um, and You've got to respect him for that. But, exactly. but can, can, I, can I just say, bringing, well. Diana did not have that. No. Bringing, my, bringing, bringing me to a point, actually, what you just said about having a normal family... Mm. Were they really just waiting for the right moment to have an accumulation of all these attacks to actually have ammunition to say to them, this is the reason why we're stepping down? Because considering she's asked for support throughout her mental health issues and there was nothing there, did it really work in their favour for all of this to happen in order for them to be able to walk away and actually do what they probably always wanted to do in the beginning anyway? Maybe he, yes, grew up with with the responsibility of his job yeah. that's that's no one can take that away from him no. but did this all actually work out in their favor where megan this was never megan's choice she just had she fell into the responsibility because she fell in love with a prince and that's that's my thing because this life was never something that she wanted she just wanted a normal life and i think all of this probably started to come into conversation more after she got pregnant because she realised, do I want my children to be growing up in this kind of environment, environment where yeah. they're going to they're going to grow up with these issues and they're going to face the scrutiny we've we face with the media. Do I want my kids? And I think she made a decision like any mother would to protect her children. I don't think this decision was made and surrounded because of her and him. I think everything she did and she's doing is because she wants to raise a family family normally in an environment where she doesn't she feels free and you could tell you know when they were showing snippets and clips of them kind of showing us around you know the their house. little house and you know spending time together as a family it just seems like both of them always all they ever really wanted was to just be able to live normally like a normal family and but Charmy, they, she didn't marry a normal guy but that, no, I understand that yeah. but i think maybe she downplayed mm. how hard it was to get out of it she probably thought maybe that she she could kind of have that opportunity to step down if if it came and maybe he made her think that way to a certain degree and that's the that's the way they ended up getting married together anyway because Darlings, they got married two, three days before the actual wedding anyway. Yeah. So they did everything very hush-hush. Yeah. So I think she... I think in the back of her mind, it didn't really hit her when they went, when she wasn't pregnant because she doesn't have that responsibility towards anything at the moment. She's just doing her job. But now that she's at... after During the time she was pregnant with Archie, it probably all hits her all at once. And she thought, oh my God, how can I get out of this? They needed this dirty laundry to be able to to come out because that's the thing she said that it wasn't even when she admitted to harry that day um before they they went to that function and she said i don't want to live anymore when she was expressing to him how she was feeling and she couldn't be alone she couldn't be alone when she was pregnant she even said then as well she said i didn't leave then we didn't leave then it wasn't until until another year or so after so she said we were still willing to try. And the thing is, is that, yeah, I think she went into it very naive, but she does admit that she wrote umpteen letters 
to the family saying that I am dedicated to this, I will do my duty, I will, you know, I'm here to support you any way possible, use me as, as I can. And, she, and Harry says that it all went downhill after their trip to Australia. And he, he even says, he says, it reminds me... she did a good me, job. And, yeah, and that's the thing. It reminds me of when my, when my mother went mm. because everybody was in awe of Diana. Yeah. And the mm. same thing happened to Meghan. There are so many qualities Meghan has that reminds him of his, his mother. Mom, his right? And the way, she, the way she deals with the people, the charity work her empathy, her compassion, everything. And instead of embracing her as she is and using her qualities and skills, they used it again. They, it's almost like, like Oprah says, like, were they jealous? Well, no, they're comparing the two sister-in-laws against each other. Mm. They're rearing Kate up to become, you know, the queen, next Diana, yeah. right? Queen of hearts. Yeah. Right? But... And then forget, and then all of a sudden, Megan comes in, oh my gosh, we've and got she competition. Steals, yeah, she steals she's the show. The she was a threat. But, yeah, she but was a threat. Where, where, I, where I kind of find it really interesting was they had a big emphasis on having security, but who were they mostly scared of? Were they actually, it sounded a lot like when he was talking, he, he felt that the security issue was more concerning for him because maybe in the back of his mind he knew that the institution and the firm were capable of doing things and it brought back memories of, from, his, mother. of his mother because and oh, yes. you're talking about when they said that we're no longer providing you with security yeah yes. but even the whole emphasis on having security throughout the whole interview yeah, but she said that she was receiving death threats no i get that and but so was he i get that but what i'm trying to say is were they more concerned about having security um, from the institute, from, from the institution, yeah, from the institution, or were they more concerned about having no. security from the public because and the press and and the press? Because I think that he knows in the back of his head what, what happened to, to his, his mother, yes. and he even said, "I'm trying to prevent history from repeating really itself." So, yeah. you so think he so? Yeah, he knows. Between the lines. You've got exactly to read between. He's, he's got. You've got to read between I the lines. I know what's happened to my mother. I know what's happened to my mother, and I know what these people are capable of, which is the reason why so I'm why willing to hand it all over, and I need to now make it a priority to protect my, my own family. Yeah. And I think wow, this I is. I didn't read it like that. Yeah, I, I, did. I I completely read it like that. I because completely read do, it like you that. Do, do you believe that yeah, Diana was murdered? Yes. She was, of course she was murdered. Yeah, she was pregnant with Dodie's son, uh, with child at the time. Yeah. He was a Muslim. Again, it's another race thing, a racial issue. They were not going to accept it. How can Princess Diana marry a Muslim and, you know, yeah, no, and I raise do believe, a, a child? I do believe that was but it was absolutely fine for Prince Charles yeah. to go and marry Camilla, Camilla and, you know, be married to his heart, you know, his love, his first love. And his only love. He's never really loved Diana anyway. So, of course, yeah, I you actually know, agree with you, you know, Johnny. You, you, I think you can resonate. Wow. That, that definitely brings back... Memories. Scars but, from what he's been through. But also, you've got to understand, during That's the time really during the time that he was away for work, she said that she was... When she first had Archie, she was, she was literally breastfeeding him mm. and crying to him on the phone saying, I can't do this. She was... Conf- like, she was in a prison of her own in that palace and... She had maids around. She had people around, and you don't know what kind of stories they're feeding her. Also, mm-hmm. you know, so and all she was, of this, she ill-treated all them of this, and... the fact that what really stood out for me when she said was, "I'm scared for what I'm gonna do to myself," mm. and that in itself was saying to me, "Imagine all the all the people within the palace or work within the palace are feeding her, basically encouraging her to do this to her." 
through. It's almost through, like she was. They were driving they, her, her to, do, to it. do it. They were driving. No, it was. It's. It sounds really sick, actually, and really dark. I know I sound almost, really psychotic. No, but, but you're, I'm, yeah, it's almost like they they would. It's like a ploy to drive her to do it herself. So it doesn't look suspicious. Exactly. So that's how that's I dark. saw it. I, that's, I, does that make me really psychotic? No, no, no not at oh. all. But, it, it, but that's the thing, it goes that deep. But it goes that deep because if she herself, like, she, you could tell that she's not from that environment mm. where she's ever had that kind of mm. issue. Mm. But for her to be mentally driven to that point where she's afraid of doing something to herself because these people don't have the, her best interests at their oh, heart. Yeah. So they, they could even have conversations with her like, if you don't want to do this, then... then you know, they might be encouraging her to harm herself or, or making their own everyone's agenda. got their own agendas. Absolutely. And that that also is coming from bribery, that's mm. coming from jealousy, that's coming from so many different dark places. Places yeah. from different people within the palace. And that's yeah. the sad thing. And that's the a sad thing. People and around you, you think they're gonna support you. That are there to support you and all they do is turning you away. Exactly. So who who is the only person she could trust in all of this? Her husband. Yeah. Her husband. So, and then she said that she went to Diana's friends yeah. who also could kind resonate of with resonate her. with what Diana had been through. And, and that in her. itself is sad that she had to go to an outsider to be able to you know, feel her heartbreak and everything mentally that she was going through. And, well, the, the interesting thing is about how the Queen's statement is, the statement, because I'll read it out, is that she has come back with how the statement released by the royal family on behalf of the Queen has said, while some recollections may vary, they are taken very ser- seriously and be addressed by the family privately. Because, of course, everything's a private matter that they haven't allowed all these discussions come out. I think the timing of the interview is awful, considering Prince Philip is in hospital at the moment. But I don't think that they could control that because this was filmed a long time ago, um, as we know, because back then there was that whole... A decision that was going to be made, but I'm what, sure I'm they sure they were going to be leaving as senior royal fam. I'm sure they could the have family. stalled it as well. Come on, yeah. Like I don't think and, they were completely their we hands knew. were tied. It was all in the press that this whole interview was being censored. Anyway, to be checked to see whether they didn't say anything that was going to be harmful or furthermore damage them or detrimental well, to actually, the family. Well, actually, they recorded four and a half hours and only showed us one and a half. Yes. So what's what's in the so other what's three? The other, exactly. exactly. So yeah. that's a big question as well. So I think in in terms of that, I think there's there's still a lot. I do feel for the royal family and the queen, and I think that you know in that they I don't the interesting thing is going to be is are they going to be I don't I don't feel able for them. to be able to come back and respond and defend themselves is there going to be an opportunity for them to be interviewed themselves or are, oh, are you talking talk, about the royal family yeah, members now where, yeah. where prince charles or prince william will be able to come back and publicly make a statement to defend themselves if these allegations are not true because a lot of revelations were revealed here so that's going to be the most interesting part um, i read that they're not going to do that because i read that they are preferring to deal with the situation in the lightest way possible Mm. and trying not to add more fuel to the fire because this is actually shaking them up even though they he hasn't exposed or they haven't exposed the names Mm. um of the people that were guilty in this um and were to blame they're not going to they're scared so in order to avoid more of of a controversy i think they've left a statement to what the queen said and just give like basically put it to rest because i'm quite happy with the fact that she 
there was a statement released because they weren't really sure whether the family, whether the royal well, family they had or the to. queen, were there was a lot of pressure and how long it was going to take them to release something. But also, I mean, she has said, you know, it's um, it's concerning and it's saddened to learn mm. the full extent of how Meg, Harry and Meghan were treated. Um, were treated a lot, how, well, how challenging it was the last few years have been. Um, and the issues raised about, you know, particularly about race, are nothing concerning. about, are concerning, but nothing about, you know, the mental health issues there. But also I find it... Is this statement Crazy really coming from the Queen? Let's think about well, it. Of course, she's been advised on what to write. She's been advised what to write. But the, the fact scene. that they're going to the discuss queen. it within the family and keep it private, fine. And, and racial imagine? and racial things are taken very seriously. seriously. And Buckingham so Palace, they're going to have to take it seriously. But yeah. I also find it amazing well, that a week ago, knowing that this interview is coming out, all of a sudden, HR within the institution or the firm are talking about Meghan being a bully. Well, I'd love so to know. So before they even interview had been released, they're already trying to portray her, portray her as but a bully within the institution and in the royal family. Why didn't it come out years ago when she was part of the royals? Well, I would love to know how many people of color actually work within the royal family, ah, and how many to know. how many people of color work within the institution or the firm or as part of the royal family. But I think we've also got a separate episode where we're also touching base on on mental health as a whole topic anyway so obviously we don't really want to delve into it too much here but since obviously it was picked up as part of the interview we're discussing it but yeah. we don't want to give away too much at the moment because we've got a whole separate episode talking about it yeah. and um you know the benefits and um the resources that are available for people to go and get support and that's what we want to to communicate to everyone as well that there is support and that's one thing that we've learned from this that you know you don't have to go th- through things on your own, on your and own, yeah. he, and he even said in the interview that you know I can't imagine what my mum would have had to go through because she was going through all of this on her own. Absolutely. So if you are having any feelings of suicide or mental health or grief, or you've ever been faced with racism, then you know know that there is platforms that you know are going to be supporting, and we're going to be sharing lots of platforms on our uh, podcast and on our Instagram, our social media platforms. And our next podcast will obviously be focusing on mental health. So make sure you guys keep tuned as we will be back next Sunday releasing um, a whole podcast on mental health. So keep tuned, follow us, like and subscribe us on Soul Sister Speak Out and share this with your family and friends. Uh, we want to hear from you. So please do leave a comment. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye. Bye.